0: All right, we are back. That was uh, music from Lissy, Pursuit of Happiness. We'll listen to that on the end of the show. But right now, I have Vlada Nolten, director, writer, producer, and editor of a very powerful film called The Most Dangerous Year. Good morning, Vlada. Good morning. I had a chance to screen this film, and it was so powerful. I don't know where to begin. I mean, I, without mm-hmm. giving too much away, could you tell us about how this came about?
1: Well, uh, as far as my uh, involvement in making the film, I'm um, a parent of a transgender child. I have three kids. My youngest is a transgender girl. I'm also a filmmaker, and when, uh, in 2016, I found out that all of these so-called blacking bills were coming uh, to our state, Washington state, um, and sort of propagating all around the country, I, I was asked to start documenting the story of what was happening locally in our state. Um, and i I kind of jumped into it at that point, but it's, it it is a much longer story, but that's the short version of it yeah what what struck me this was
0: really uh, well produced what struck me was very interesting in how uh people were being interviewed uh that were that were against the bathroom you know uh let, letting well uh, I'll let you explain it, but basically they mm-hmm. were saying, you know um we believe people are confused like they weren't Mm -hmm. They weren't allowing people to just be who they are. They were just saying, well, they're confused. And that was so upsetting. Mm -hmm. That was so upsetting.
1: It was. And as you can imagine, I was the one interviewing them and being the parent of a transgender child and knowing full well that my daughter is not confused in any way. Yeah, that was really difficult, of course. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it really shows, and and I wanted to make sure that this was um, very clear to the audience to people that it really shows how little information there was out there even in 2016, how little education there was out there about what it means to be born transgender. I mean, I think I think a lot of our challenges are coming from lack of good uh, factual information, right. um, and that's one of the reasons I made this film is because it's so sorely well needed by our society. Real information, factual information, medical, scientific, social evidence uh, about what it really means for a person to be transgender, to be born transgender. um, I think education really does uh, actually, you know, challenge um, ignorance and bigotry.
0: Yes. I know, because one of the issues was they didn't want someone who identified with a certain gender to use that bathroom because they said, oh, we'll worry about pedophiles. And then they said, have you known any cases of pedophiles?
1: Uh, No. Well, in, in, the, in public bathrooms, yeah, yeah I mean, there are, there are certain predators in the world and there are of certain course. pedophiles in the world and there are laws in place to combat that problem and we all care about it, of course, deeply, yes. but the, the problem was that this whole bathroom predator myth was in fact just a myth oh, yeah. and there was no actual evidence that uh, was available as a basis for, for these laws. Um, and, and law enforcement was telling us this. Lawmakers were telling us this. There's no evidence to show that when transgender people use the bathrooms that align with their gender identity, just like everybody else, mm-hmm. that predatory crimes rise. There's no evidence. No that.
0: evidence. Exactly. So,
1: right. Yeah. yeah. So that was a problem. One of them. one of the problems.
0: And nobody's going into a bathroom and showing their genitals. Let's face facts. So,
1: That's the other problem. Is this (laughs) scenario, the scenario of people, you know, having so-called visual abuse? uh, I'm not even sure what that actually means. But Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this idea that people go into bathrooms to expose themselves—that you know, in reality, that I suppose that could happen. You know, that is a scenario that is feasible. But does it actually happen in the real world to an extent that it's some sort of um, an epidemic? No, it Mm -hmm. doesn't. You
0: captured really well what it's like to be uh, the parent of a transgender child. The girl on the flyer for the film, uh, I forget her name, the blonde girl that was born a boy. Yeah, Annabelle. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, to see her emerge as her true self and her happiness and her joy of being who she felt she was, was such a tremendous, you know, thing to experience and see her as a girl.
1: Yes. I mean, I think that's one of the most important things that people need to start understanding is that these aren't, first of all, choices that people make. Uh, these are, you know, being born, whatever gender you're born, and gender identity is something that you're born with. It's not a choice, it's who you are. And, and <laughs> having gone through this myself, experienced, first of all, the pain and the suffering that my granddaughter was going through before, we all accepted her for who she was, Mm -hmm. that was excruciating, and it was even, you know, so much more excruciating for her than it was for us, and for me, that was almost unbearable. But then seeing, you know, her come alive almost overnight as soon as we said, okay, yes, you know, we believe you, and we're going to help you now, um, and, and you are who you are, and you're Annabelle, and you're going to live with yourself, seeing her come to life almost literally overnight after we finally around to that, you know, and the decision is made by the parents. She didn't make a choice. She was always herself. Sure. The decision was made by the community and the parents and the teachers and the friends who basically decide to accept a person for who they are. Um, seeing that transformation was, I tried to ex- describe it in the film, and I hope I did a pretty good job of that, but mm-hmm. it, it's, it's very hard to describe the, the euphoria and the relief that you feel when your child is finally happy just like your other two children who have been happy all along because right. they're accepted for who they are because they're a sister and they're children. Yes. And nobody questions their gender identity. It's, uh, it's quite uh, something, really. It's, it's hard to explain, but, you know, we do our best to explain it tried to show it in the
0: film. Yeah, I think you did an excellent job. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with director Vlada Knowlton about the film The Most Dangerous Year. And the the reason I say you did an excellent job is because I love how you brought, uh, I believe you brought on some doctors and they were talking about there's so many issues involved. Um, There's chromosomes. There's, um, you know, your actual genitalia. Anatomy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. your anatomy. And then you become this amalgamation of all these different things and you really can't fight who, you know, the chromosomes and all these things that are going on with you. You, It's,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, who you are is biological. It's not something you sort of, as the doctor said, pull out of the air and make up. We are who we are. We're born that way. It is wired. It is coded. And um, people, you know, the medical associations worldwide now understand this, that both uh, sex and sexual orientation and gender and gender identity, they're they're not binary. Right. They are a spectrum, so to speak. You know, what? It, if that's the best word, people are to use for it. There, it is a very really complex thing. You know, uh, chromosomes are not binary. There are very vari- variations of chromosomes that people haven't even sort of encountered yet and don't know they have. Right. Um, there are uh, intersex conditions that ha- kind of show various uh, anatomical, um, you know, possibilities and people have those as well. Yes. And a gender is something that develops in our brain, uh, in the neural system, and it develops sort of separately from our anatomy and our genitalia. And it develops in utero after we already develop our genitalia. Mm-hmm. So the brain also is kind of, you know, as, as some scientists describe, a mosaic of maleness and femaleness. And, and everybody has, you know, their own sort of sense of their own gender, that they're born with. And it's not necessarily, <laughs> excuse me, binary. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, this is information that we have yet to sort of understand fully in our society, but uh, the medical associations do understand this already. The scientific and medical community does understand this. I feel like
0: by you producing this film you've really helped a lot of parents who are going
1: through this. Well, I certainly hope so. Uh, When we were going through this, it's amazing the information explosion that's happened since 2015 when my husband and I were going through this. But in the past five years, we've learned so much more, or I suppose more good factual information has, has made it out there into the world. but. Back then, it was so difficult. You know, when we Googled what, trying to understand what was happening with our child, there was so little reliable information even back then. So I, it, it's so hard for parents, all parents, you know, whether they decide to accept their child for who they are or not. I know it's difficult for everyone. Right. And I really hope that this film helps. I really do. And I have seen people come over to me after screenings and say, you know, thank you so much. I finally have uh, some tools for explaining this to other people. I finally have words or information for explaining this to my grandparents or explaining this to my aunts or neighbors. Mm -hmm. So I do hope it did help a little bit, yeah.
0: Well, it's uh, coming from a perspective because you've lived it.
1: Yes, I you know?
0: yes, Yeah, I want to give I'm out. Still it. You're still living it. I want to yeah. give out your website, themostdangerousyear.com. Uh, you're also on Facebook, the most dangerous year, uh, and you're on Instagram at Vlada Knowlton. That's V-L-A-D-A, K-N-O-W-L-T-O-N. Um, so, anything else you would like listeners to know about this film?
1: Well, I'd like people to know that this film, uh, I I tried to make it um, as as sort of easy to watch as possible. I know that this topic is so difficult for a lot of people, both transgender and cisgender people. Um, This is meant to be an educational film, but also a touching story. It is a story about personal lives, uh, families with trans kids, and it's also a political story. But I tried to make it something that anybody can watch. Yes. Uh, The mainstream Audience is certainly able to watch this film. So I want people to know that they can walk away from this having learned something and having had just a good moving experience. Um, and I hope people do see it.
0: Fantastic. I want to thank you so much for calling in. I've really enjoyed this conversation.
1: Thanks. Thank you to <laughs> too. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Have a great
0: day. Thanks, Vlada.
1: You too. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: That was Vlada Knowlton, director, writer, and producer and editor of this film, The Most Dangerous Year. If you haven't uh, visited my show blog, there's info on there about the film. It's getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I'm on Twitter at moms underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCIFM. We're on Instagram at KUCIFM. Facebook, KUCI889. And Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. That's a wrap for me. Standing by is Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. If you want to find out about being a guest on my show, just shoot me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. Have a great Monday, everyone.